Welcome to Create Shift, where we have conversations to encourage and inspire positive change. Hosted by me, Ellen Carr. And me, Kate Banks. Together we run The Good Space, a place for alternative learning and radical well-being. If you're ready to rip up the rules and create a life in which you can thrive, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Create Shift. Thank you very much for being here. Welcome if you're new. In this episode, we're talking about ego. Such a big thing, and I'm pretty much going to let us just dive right into it. Um, it's it's a really important topic, I think, to to look at, especially when we're looking at living a life that feels kind of more peaceful, more content, uh, more connected to our true selves. Uh, the ego is a really big part of yoga philosophy, and I, I do share a little bit of that in this episode, but it, again, can get a little bit uh, of a lot. <laughs> so we don't go deeply into all of that, but we do touch on it. So I hope this is interesting for you and I hope it just kind of provokes maybe some further thought for you, some journaling. Um, I'd love to hear how you find it and, and what comes up from it um, for you. So feel free to reach out to us on email at hello at the good space.com. As always, feel free to connect with us through our newsletter. You can sign up at the good space.com and we are here for you if you want to be more supported on your journey to a life more connected to yourself, to others and to the world around you. Uh, we are here for collaborative coaching if you want to be supported in that way. So take a look um, at our collaborative coaching page on our website if you want to find out more. And you can book a free curiosity call if you are curious. So we'd love to hear from you. I'll put all the links to these things in the show notes and enjoy the episode. I'm curious what kind of notes have you got for this one? Oh, <laughs> going straight in with that one. Yeah, so... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when I was thinking about the ego, um, I was mainly thinking about the ego in our business and our work and then thinking also about ego in our lives and how we act as well. And I think what it came down to is what are we making this mean? Why are we doing the stuff we're doing? Um, Because so often we get caught up in are we doing things the right way? Are we you know, we, we've been taught doing the things, the right things in the right way makes us successful. So what happens if we don't do that? What happens if we fail or we deter from the path or, you know, something different happens, we take a different choice. How does that impact our feelings around our success? And how do we get to that point of detaching from those feelings and those beliefs rather than sitting in the ego and wanting to kind of control and create the right thing Mm. Mm. yeah so I I was interested in this topic because it's something that I've been thinking about recently and uh, I started before this I got like a bunch of books out and I was like gotta find all the quotes and that was probably my ego actually being like (laughs) gotta gotta seem like I know all this stuff um (laughs) Because it's a big part of yoga philosophy, um, and I mean, there's there's a lot that you could go into with that, and it's it's like an entire course probably. So, um, and and also I was I was going to Eckhart Tolle. Is it Tolle or Tolley? Do you know? I've heard people say both. I should really just listen to him saying his own name. (laughs) Um, The Power of Now, and um, he talks a lot about 
ego in there and and certainly about how um fear uh yeah fear um and just be the ego being afraid of losing the identity and I guess it's it's that part that really interests me a lot I guess in relation to our work as well and in relation to what we've been talking about in our previous episodes where we talked about this idea of values and how they can shift and like letting your outsides match your insides and we've talked a lot about how we need to allow ourselves to change as people Mm -hmm. and I feel like it is the over-identification with the ego that can stop that from happening um I suppose yeah I guess it's that's wanting to stay on the right path and be doing the things that we're taught that we should be doing because that's kind of there's you know just thinking about you know if you're going to launch products or something there's always you know a a formula almost to Mm. that you do certain things to make it succeed and there's lots of instances of that in our lives where we're told you you do these certain things in a certain order and that's what's going to make you successful and having the courage to step away from that and do things in your own way and to detach from the outcome I think is quite a radical step for a lot of people yeah and I think there's a lot of sort of safety involved in it like the ego wants to keep us safe and connected to to this uh way that we fit in yeah and I think also there's a lot about the identity that we create for ourselves and I think that can be really problematic um so I've thought for a while about about the phrase oh that's not like you and why I don't think we should use it um because I think it's really unhelpful like Mm. oh you've done this that's not like you and then that that reinforces that we've got this set identity that we are this person Mm. we are a person who does this and not a person who does that and therefore we can never change and it's sort of like what you were saying in the values episode of like values seem to you like the pillars they're set they're solid um rather than maybe anchors that are anchoring us at a certain point on our journey and then we move and and we get they're different or the fireflies that you follow um to go on a different path and then so I feel like when we the ego likes to it is all about how we present to the outside world right about about you know I'm the sort of person who wears this kind of clothing or I am the sort of person who dyes my hair these sorts of colors or I'm the sort of person who likes this music and does this sort of thing um and I think this is really interesting and so why I wanted to do this episode after the episode we just recorded before um that we you know we released before this one about um making your outsides match your insides because it's like and this is why I think it's really interesting because I think that stuff is great and necessary for our society however um and, and for us to live good lives. However, if we over-identify with that, with like, oh, I've done this one thing now to make my outsides match my insides, but actually, and now at this other point in my life, that's not feeling right. I'm feeling like I want to do this thing or it feels necessary to do this thing. If the, the ego is holding on to that identity, then we don't allow ourselves to move and change. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing about the identity and safety, isn't it? Because we either create this identity or we're given this identity Mm. and it becomes a safe space for us. And it's not necessarily a safe space for us or a healthy space for us to Mm. be. But 
often when it's something that we've known for a long time that seems like the safe space Mm. and moving away from that you know is very scary there's some real risks involved Mm. well uh well and I, I think this is the thing, and I was, you know, again, I was looking through the power of now and I've like dog-eared almost every page. <laughs> I was trying to look for a quote. I was like, let me be clever and share a quote, but nah. Um, but I think you say real risks. Actually, are they? The ego perceives them as real risks. Yeah, so that they are. They're risks are ego, aren't they? So, mm. you know, it's it's fearing, you know, rejection mm. and disappointment and failure, those things that are, you know, really big things for our ego. And it's 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 loss of sense of self, and I guess the way the yoga philosophy comes into it is that this idea that that actually there's a there's a separate self that is more um, connected, or that is that is the same as the universal consciousness. And I'm I'm not going to get too much into that because there are also different branches of yoga philosophy that say different things. But uh, there there is a similarity with what Eckhart Tolle says that the ego when it's in its kind of not helpful state is over identifying with the observed things you know with the belongings that I've got you know uh I'm the kind of person who has crystals in my house so I do this or like yeah anything like that and I guess like we can see in an extreme example how that's unhelpful when it's in the case of say um somebody who commits crimes when they're young or somebody who uh, uses drugs um, or like is addicted to drugs or alcohol, it, that over-identification disallows change. Yeah. And that's the extreme, but actually that can happen to all of us to be like, mm. you know, I'm this kind of person, so I can't do that. Actually can. <laughs> Yeah. And what would be your tips for disconnecting from the ego, from having that detachment? I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, and isn't there a five-step programme yeah. we can recommend here? Yes, I'm going to sell it to you for 6,000 pounds and then we'll you'll be, be fine <laughs> and you'll be spiritually enlightened. Um, so what's helped you? It's really hard. It's really hard. That's mm. like, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to be like, do these things. And then you'll be fine. They're really hard. Um, and like, I love, I love identifying with this. That's the thing. Like, sometimes I love being like, look at me. I'm a theatre person. This is really cool. And then I guess it's humbling to, to then realise, yeah, but I could just completely let that go. And that's not actually me. Like, so I, I guess it's as with everything. It's just um, awareness, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I think the, the flexibility as well, because as you're yeah. saying, you know, you choose one day that you're going to identify as the theatre you and another day you're going to identify as something else. And it's allowing that transition and the flexibility to tap into what's feeling good right now and take what bits you need. Yeah. And I think it's like I think it is a case of um, having that awareness and that separation. And I suppose what is really helpful with this is meditation practice because you've got that separation between the seer and the scene and and Mm. you can step into those different roles you practice observing yourself um so 
that when you are, for example, choosing an identity that you want for the day. And I really like that. And I know it can sound, you know, we've got a lot of stigma, I guess, in our society around like people with like saying choosing an identity once a day might make people think that like you're mentally unstable or whatever. But actually like I believe that we do we we are different people in different circumstances with different people. Like we have so many different facets of ourselves like a diamond right and and we choose the light that's shining on a certain part will shine a certain part out right whatever mm. and we might really enjoy like you said like I could be a theatre person one day and the next day I could be a yoga person or like I just blend the two or I could really go in on like one thing or like I'm feeling really playful and silly today and I'm gonna really go in on that and that's lovely and I'm enjoying it and at the same time then when you have that awareness and that practice you can kind of hold that knowledge and be like but this isn't actually me like it is me in how I present to the world and how I can present self and it's a facet of how I present myself but also I know there's another part of myself that is just kind of God, it's however you want to think of it, isn't it? Like soul or universal energy or um, does Abraham Hicks say? Can't remember. It's however you want to think of it, and I'm not saying that you have to think of it as a um, the divine thing or like as a as a necessarily super spiritual thing. But I suppose this is a spiritual practice of connecting to this sense of oneness Mm. whilst maintaining individuality it's such a tricky concept isn't it to consider Yeah. yeah and so yeah I guess I guess my advice like is is to is to just do the practices that help you have an awareness of that or you know so yoga and a meditation well meditation is part of yoga practice um as well as I think the whole of yoga practice basically when we take it in its entirety not just as asana which has been reduced to in our society will does help us with this and that's part of the aim Mm -hmm. so it's the studying of yoga philosophy and it's the studying of self and it's the the journaling and it's the the meditation and the and the asana practice and 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 all of that will help um but I think you know you had a really good point when you said about sort of practically applying that in terms of work or actions and outcome it's like a real great helpful thing and that's something that I've been thinking about recently in terms of like like I'm doing extra freelance work at the moment that I sort of had to reconcile that kind of ego thing of well I'm really trying to make everything work through the good space and through hearth and sea which is what I do my theatre work through and actually coming to that realisation that actually no I need to make money and that's not all coming from these places now so I'm going to have to do some other things meant that I had to let go of that ego trying to hold on to but I then I therefore I'm not a successful business owner or whatever Mm -hmm. and yeah and I yeah you look yeah, really no, thoughtful. No, no, I was just going to say, uh, just reflecting back to one of our previous conversations on um, the podcast about tapping into those feelings, 
and listening to what the message is that are in those feelings. Mm. And I think that's a really good indication of where ego is trying to take over. Mm. Trying to look at, you know, do I like my choices? Do I like what I'm doing? You know, how is it feeling? And trying to decipher where you're making those decisions from and what other choices and options you've got and whether any of those feel any better for you. And sometimes we don't have a choice. We have to do stuff that doesn't feel in alignment with us. But then there is so many other things where we can find that alignment and can step away from the ego. Yeah, I'm really tying myself in knots now in my head. (laughs) uh, Because often, like, the over-identification with desire... And doing something because we like it can be over identification with the ego as well as like in yoga philosophy mm. um <laughs> you know this is me having just said pleasure is really important <laughs> and i do like i believe it is and this is this is where the different yoga philosophies do diverge so you know, I'll, I'll try not to get too caught up in that and maybe we can talk about that at another time um but i think yeah it's sort of like you said, like looking at, at where a feeling is coming from can be really helpful. You know, because sometimes I might be getting really upset about something um, and just like self-righteous or like, you know, I'm really annoyed this thing didn't happen for me and like this hasn't worked out this way and there's a really frustrating because it's working out this way for everybody else and like, oh my God, and now I'm going to have to go and like do this other work or like I'm going to have to do this. And when you step back, you can realize that well actually that is just the ego holding on to this stuff and like if I did have to go and do this other job like just for a bit I mean it'd be fine and it's and it's so hard because you know I definitely feel myself as wanting to be upset and wanting to be angry and wanting to get some you know somebody else who I'm talking to saying oh that really sucks and that's so crap and then and it's like oh if I just take the higher path it is actually fine but it's sometimes it's just so hard and you don't want to do that <laughs> I always find there's an exercise that Tara Moore's got in her book playing big that I really liked and it's along the lines of well what else could be true in a situation yeah. so when when you're in a sticky situation that doesn't feel right it's like what what else could be true like name all those things like to the absolute ridiculous ones like write them all down. What are all the options here that could be driving what's happening? And I find that brings a lot more neutrality to the situation. It takes the emotion out. So you can look at it a bit more logically and make some decisions. Yeah. But also as I'm talking, I can see kind of the conversation bouncing around. I wonder whether we're talking about kind of extremes and perfects and mm. black and whites. And actually maybe it's a whole lot more like nuanced in the middle and, you know, there's no perfect solution to this. And we all are beings with egos and they are going to be in the driving seat sometimes. And maybe that's okay. And maybe it's okay that we just notice it. And sometimes we make a different choice. I think you're right. I think that's such a good point to kind of bring up and and maybe sort of bring this to a close on because yeah, it's, I think it's just having an awareness of it, isn't it? And just yeah, sometimes you do if you're feeling frustrated or angry and like you could just be like it's fine I'm totally fine I'm not attached to any of this but it's also fine to just feel the annoyance and frustration or like let it out and feel it and then and then move on and yeah 
just hold it all in in awareness and and see what's happening and and make make some conscious choices and sometimes go god this is really hard for my ego I'm just gonna look after it a little bit and then move on yeah all right well that was today that was kind of felt like a sort of conversation you'd have in the kitchen at a party because <laughs> all of the kind of intense conversations happen in the kitchen yeah I find yeah. um <laughs> so thank you for listening to our kitchen party conversation we hope maybe it was interesting or inspiring uh, or at least a little curious to you if you uh, want to follow up on anything that we kind of discussed just head to the show notes for the episode and you'll see links to things that we mentioned uh, if you want to get in touch feel free to email us on hello at the good dash space.com uh, feel free to join our newsletter if you want uh, more engaging kitchen chats uh, content about uh, our journeys with with living life more aligned with ourselves and connected to others and and to to the natural world around us as well as inspiration to support you on your journey and of course if you are interested in being more supported on your own journey at the moment then do head over to our website thegood-space.com to have a look at our collaborative coaching package that we have available at the moment we would love to work with you it's a very unique um way of coaching where you get coached by both of us so kate really working beautifully with all of the we're going to call mindset for want of a better word. We're, we're trying to figure that out. Um, but, you know, that that kind of stuff. And, and I bring in the embodied work, the holistic approach and, and all of this yoga philosophy and Ayurveda and that kind of thing. So if you're curious, head over to the website to have a look. Please do get in touch if you've got any questions on the website. You can book a free 20 minute chat with us to find out more about it and if it's right for you. And we would certainly love to speak with you and work with you if it feels right. We will leave you here for now. Have a lovely rest of your day and we will be in your ears again soon. Thank you for listening to Create Shift. We hope you found it inspiring and supportive. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider taking a moment to leave us a review and a rating and to share the episode with a friend. For more from us and to sign up to our newsletter, head to thegood-space.com.